Are you selling a little or a lot? Either way, Shopify helps you do your thing. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. It helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. In fact, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And now you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Most of the business owners who listen to No Bullshit Leadership want to go large. What's so cool about Shopify is that no matter how big you want to grow, it gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash leadership or lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash leadership now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash leadership. Hey leaders, M here. We're finalizing Marty's 2024 speaking calendar and he still has a few opportunities available. Now you've experienced the impact that Marty has on the podcast, but that's only a tiny fraction of the impact that he has when he delivers an in-person keynote presentation. If you'd like to book Marty to speak at your organization's event, go to martingmore.com or send us an email at hello at martingmore.com and we can chat about how to tailor his powerful message to your leaders to achieve real results. All right, now back to the episode. Welcome to the No Bullshit Leadership Podcast. In a world where knowledge has become a commodity, this podcast is designed to give you something more, access to the experience of a successful CEO who has already walked the path. So join your host, Martin Moore, who will unlock and bring to life your own leadership experiences and accelerate your journey to leadership excellence. Hey there, and welcome to episode 200 of the No Bullshit Leadership Podcast. This week's episode, the five episodes that every leader must listen to as chosen by you. Now, there's an overwhelming amount of leadership content being created every single day. Leadership experts from every corner of the globe are publishing blogs, articles, videos, and podcasts covering their perspective on the vast array of topics that fit under the leadership banner. When Em and I started this podcast in September 2018, we spent a lot of time thinking about how we'd ensure that our message would stand out in this never-ending tsunami of media. We decided we wanted our content to be clear, no bullshit, and practical. Now, this sounds really easy if you say it fast enough, but creating content about the complexities of navigating the workplace as a leader is incredibly difficult to do in 15 to 20 minutes without oversimplifying it or sounding as though I'm offering a silver bullet. Over the years, I've gotten better at doing this, I reckon, but there are some episodes that stick out more than others. Today, To celebrate our 200th episode, Em and I are going to talk you through the five episodes we believe every leader must listen to. If these are the only episodes you listen to out of the 200 we've produced, you'll be far better off in your pursuit of exceptional leadership. These episodes are the ones that have been most impactful to you, our incredible podcast community, and that we believe will offer you a genuine change in perspective. Now, while I have a soft spot for every episode we've produced, these ones really stand out. 
And to help me talk through these episodes, Emma's joining me. Hey, Em, can you believe we're at 200 episodes? Oh my gosh, it's a bit of a trip, isn't it? Um, <laughs> when I came to you with the idea, you didn't even really know what a podcast was. So, um, not you know, I don't <laughs> want to say that you can really tell, but every time I go back and listen to anything in those kind of first 40 episodes, I do have a bit of a giggle because you were much stiffer and you spoke <laughs> so slowly. Oh, go on, twist the knife. <laughs> no, you've worked on your presentation <laughs> style since then. I know, I know, but look... Even some of my really close colleagues back then confessed to me that they had to listen to the podcast at 1.5 or two times the recorded speed because they got <laughs> bored with it. I was I was really miffed about that. I thought, hey, dudes, what, you can't spend 17 minutes listening to that gold? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a long 17 minutes. <laughs> but I was thinking about this before we jumped on to record. It's interesting that while so much of our business has changed over the past four years, we haven't actually changed much in terms of recording or our podcast processes, have we? I think we did one mic upgrade and we've tried a few different recording softwares, but we still do everything exactly the same way, which is really interesting. Yeah, well, not quite the same way because, yeah, absolutely most things haven't changed. I still record them from my home studio, but I did work out a way to get the sound quality good enough that I don't have to put a blanket over my head anymore when I record an episode. <laughs> That's right. Oh, look, I thought before we get into the five episodes that every leader must listen to, it might be fun to go through three things that each of us has learned over the last four years of podcasting. Um, I'll start because I've had a bit of a, a bit of time to think about it. <laughs> go on, ladies first. First up, there is way more leadership content to cover than I could have conceptualized initially. I think if you had have asked me back in 2018 whether we'd be able to come up with 200 episodes of original content, um, I would have told you you're dreaming. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, totally. uh, every week, some new thing pops up that we haven't covered, whether it's a listener question um, coming through via our email or our social media, or just interesting things in the news that we want to talk about and give our perspective on. The number of leadership angles that we've been able to cover has absolutely exceeded my initial expectations. Oh, totally. And when we started off, I think I had, what, 25 on the chalkboard maybe at the most? Yeah, and we, and we thought those are the foundational pieces. It's just amazing that we've been able to keep going. Mm. I think the second thing is that putting the podcast out each week on its own isn't enough to build that really strong connected community. Like the podcast itself is just one aspect. Creating that valuable content and getting, you know, 25,000 plus listens every week is great, but it's the whole ecosystem of what we do that brings our podcast listeners into the community. It goes beyond the episodes and the platform into all our social media channels. We have amazing conversations with leaders every week via email and direct messages. Um, you know, we work hard to involve our community at every turn. So a big learning for me has been that the, the podcast is great. But it's everything that we've built around it that has created such a vibrant and loyal community. And I'm actually really proud mm. of that, the way we've done that. Totally, as you should be, yeah. The last one for me, number three, is that nothing great happens overnight. <laughs> Ain't that true? <laughs> yeah, I see so many people starting podcasts that run for a few months. Uh, they don't get the listens they want and then they give up. And I think our success has come down to, you know, obviously your great content, but also the consistency. You know, we haven't missed an episode. We've just kept focusing on delivering value to our listeners every week and not letting them down. And it's taken four years for us to get over 2.6 million listens. So look, I just think podcast is really a game of patience and 
consistency. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely is. Um, so if you're going to ask me, as you have done already, the three things I've learned from my four years of podcasting, um, I'm not sure if I can do three without repetition because uh, I think one of yours is a really important one for me as well, and that's that consistency pays. So every Wednesday morning, Australian time, we drop an episode, and we've done that for 200 weeks. You could actually set your clock to it. And in fact, that's actually how I remember how long you and I have been in business for, Em. 203 weeks, because I left my CEO role at CS Energy three weeks before the first episode dropped. Oh, yeah. That's such a good uh, marker. <laughs> it's good, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, I have got a couple of uh, original points, though, which you haven't mentioned yet. So... <laughs> Uh, the first is that it takes a lot of thought and effort to get a key topic down to a 15 to 20 minute episode. And uh, as Blaise Pascal said, I would have written a shorter letter, but I didn't have time. Now, I used to beat myself up for not being more efficient, but I learned that to do justice to a topic in a 20 minute episode and to really create something simple, powerful and practical, it takes as long as it takes. So I'd spend seven to eight hours on every episode to research, script, uh, and record it, and to produce the collateral, like you know, show notes, video, downloadable resources, and so forth. Then, of course, MU do all the editing and production, and Tash and Kel get it out to our community through you know, different channels. The final thing that I've learned is that it's really borne out one of our core beliefs, uh, which, of course, underpins our business model. Income follows impact. Now, the focus on giving some of our best content away for free wasn't a comfortable place for me to launch a business from. You'll remember <laughs> this. But I trusted you, and we worked out that loads of people found the content so valuable that they decided to invest in leadership beyond the theory. And as you well know, M, 75% of the leaders who join us for LBTs have listened to the podcast. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I think, yeah, that's a really good wrap-up, Marty. There's so many more things that we could go into, but those are probably the key things that I think stand out for me. I know. I might get... I might get accused of being boring again if we go into too many of them. <laughs> All right, let's move on then. Uh, knowing that this milestone was coming up, we put out a call to our podcast community to find out their favorite episodes, the ones that have been you know, truly the most impactful. We collated all of your responses and we've come up with the three episodes that were you know, mentioned the most. So we're going to go through those in a minute and remind you why you need to go back and listen to them. We're then going to follow up with one episode, one chosen by me and then one chosen by Marty, our favorite episodes out of the 200 that we've done. And let me tell you, this was not easy. <laughs> no, no, I'm still not sure about mine. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I feel the same, but I know I've, I've spent a lot of time thinking about it. So I am, I think this is definitely the one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to. I'm comfortable. If you're a long-time listener of the podcast, you might be thinking, yeah, 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 I've listened to all the podcast episodes, but I want you to use this episode as an opportunity to go back and either re-listen or listen for the first time if you've missed any of these five episodes. Uh, any that you haven't listened to are now added to your weekly podcast list. I also want you to use this week as an opportunity to spread the word about the podcast. The only way that we can impact even more leaders is if leaders like you share the episodes and recommend them to your peers, colleagues, friends, and family. So we've put together a little graphic that you can get in the show notes that outline the five episodes we're about to talk through. I think there's no better place to start if you want to work on becoming a true no bullshit leader than with these episodes. Download the graphic, share it on your social channels or email, or text it to anyone who you think might benefit from hearing our perspective on leadership. You can also get the graphic from yourceomentor.com forward slash episode 200. 
Before we get into the top three listener episodes, I wanted to call out something that our Leadership Beyond the Theory program students call Martyisms. Oh, here we go. <laughs> These are the sayings and phrases that you churn out on the regular, and some of them are just so damn sticky. And I guess that's the point. They stick in your head as leadership mantras so that when you're faced with a specific challenge, you can pull out the Martyism in the moment and use it to direct your behavior or the behavior of others. So I just want to read you some of the Martyisms that came through as being particularly impactful. And I'm sure if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, you would have heard Marty say these at least once. So Russ loved feedback as a gift. Charlie and James resonated with challenge coach confront. Janessa's top Martyism is friendly, not friends. One of your more controversial ones. Yes. Stuart's is excellence over perfection. And as a recovering perfectionist, I still say this one to myself at least three times a week. Glaucus likes the people who built the house can't renovate it. Oh, yeah. I love that G. That's one of my faves too. George said work at the right level has been the most impactful for him. And Leon came through with two of my favorites. You don't buy a dog and bark yourself, which is actually a Jeffrey J. Fox quote um, that we reference in our Leadership Beyond the Theory program, but it's still a cracker. And his second one was, it's better to rein in a stallion than it is to flog a donkey. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Marty, you know my husband Royce loves, if you and I think the same thing, then one of us is redundant and it's probably not me. (laughs) And Jody loves the standard you walk past is the standard you set, which is just such an awesome visual, I think. Oh, yeah. Look, thanks, Em. Um, Obviously, not all of those are original. Very little is in the world of leadership, let's face it. But I certainly put my own spin on them, uh, which is why I think they resonate with our community. And it definitely speaks to the cut through you mentioned earlier, you know, direct, clear and practical. Um, So let me pull out another Martyism. Simplicity and focus, right? That's what you're after. So true. There is also one other Martyism that came up a lot and it also came up as one of our most popular and highly rated podcasts when you guys voted. So you'll just have to wait until we get to that episode to find out what it is. All right, Marty, I've been talking for way too long. Let's kick off with the third most popular episode as voted by our wonderful listeners. Yeah, thanks, Em. That's uh, episode 131, The Emotional Toll of Leadership, Successful Self-Management. Now, I reckon this is really popular because I call out the key things that cause a leader to experience emotional distress, everything from uh, performance anxiety to the guilt of working too hard at the expense of the most important relationships in your life, like those with your spouse and children, and of course, everything in between. You've got you know politics, lack of control, misalignment of values. We all experience these things, and they're so easy to identify with. The key point is that there are answers. So I give, uh, as much as I hate a listicle, <laughs> I give a seven-point guide to managing the emotional toll of leadership. No silver bullets, just good practical guidance on the things that are going to make a difference. So for example... Maintaining your sense of humor is something we don't often think about, but it's a great hack for dealing with the stress and emotional pressure that you're going to face in a big career. Or uh, having a focus on making the right choice in the moment. So often, leaders follow the path of least resistance, and no amount of rationalization can fill the hole that that leaves. So listening to this episode 18 months on, it's still really relevant, and funnily enough, I wouldn't change anything. So add this to your must-listen list, episode 131, The Emotional Toll of Leadership. Uh, You can always go to our website, yourceomentor.com forward slash episode 131. Yeah, I love that one. Now, the second most voted episode was 
number 148, stretching your people without breaking them. And I'm so glad that this one was a crowd favorite because I actually got a huge amount out of it when I was first editing it. In fact, I've probably listened to it as a reminder at least 10 times in the past two years. As you talk about in the episode, stretching your people is most commonly paired with putting them under some kind of stress and, you know, significant stress at times. We tend to talk about stress like it can only be a negative thing. And because of that, many leaders will just try and avoid it completely. But I guess ironically, if we do everything we can to stop our people from being stressed, we're also usually accepting underperformance and personally overcompensating, which is a trap that I've fallen into before. That eventually leads to working excessive hours at the wrong level. And so the cycle goes. Mm. Now, what this episode does really well is break down the misconception that stress and stretching your people is bad, and it gives solutions around how to get the best out of your people by helping them to see what they're truly capable of. Now, there's been nothing in my life that I've been wildly proud of that came to me easily. (laughs) Uh, This business is a great example. It's been bloody hard, and I've had to stretch myself pretty much the entire time. But God, I feel so proud of what we've achieved and I don't know, it just makes me smile thinking about what we've been able to do. Mm. Another example, uh, when I used to run ultra marathons, same thing. They're not easy by any stretch, but pushing myself past the point of you can't do this and into you bloody did it. Well, that's a feeling that you can't get by doing an easy 10 kilometer run on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and, and more to the point, um, doing that gave you bragging rights over me because I've never completed an ultra. I've only done standard road marathons. Look, I wasn't going to bring that up, but <laughs> seeing as you have. <laughs> Look, all of this to say that as a leader, it is your obligation to create this type of environment for your people. And no, I don't mean making them run 100 kilometers. <laughs> it's up to you to set goals that they're not sure they can reach and then support and encourage them to reach those goals. The self-esteem that you can help someone develop through stretching them like this in a safe environment is actually life-changing. And what an incredible opportunity you have as a leader to truly make a difference to someone's life. So I love this episode because it really helps with the productive versus unproductive stress mindset shift that you may need to have. It provides solutions for how to stretch your people without simply overwhelming them. Um, And, you know, what you can look for just to ensure that you don't tip them over the edge. And it is wildly practical when it comes to how to do this in real life. What type of stretch opportunities are you looking for? What conversations do you need to have? And how do you provide the required support to help them get there without actually doing it for them? Add this episode to your must-listen list. Episode 148, Stretching Your People Without Breaking Them. You can also listen to it straight from our website, yourceomentor.com forward slash episode 148. Yeah, excellent. And that's one of my favorites as well. I really, really love that episode because it, it talks to the foundation of high performance. So that's really important. Um, let me get on to the number one episode as voted by our listeners. And this is actually episode one, Respect Before Popularity. Yep, as Casey Stengel said, The secret of leading people is to keep the guys who hate you away from the guys who are still undecided. (laughs) And look, there's a reason that I decided to schedule this as the very first episode of No Bullshit Leadership. Many of the ills a leader experiences come directly and completely because of their inability to get their head uh, and their heart and their gut around this principle. Even if they understand it intellectually, they really struggle with it. 
And wanting to be liked is a scourge for a leader because it's an impossible goal. It, it can't be achieved. But human nature is quite deceptive. It's incredibly easy to rationalise the actions you take that serve no other purpose than to seek approval or positive regard or popularity. Which is why I think the drift away from competent leadership to this permissive, wishy-washy love fest that we're experiencing today seems entirely logical to most people. But, but, but more on this shortly. Respect before popularity is such an important topic that I'm going to schedule a reboot of episode one into the list for the coming months. I want to make it more listenable because my original delivery was so shit. <laughs> and I'll probably expand on a couple of the areas with a few more examples. So, of course, add it to your list or uh, get it at yourceomental.com forward slash episode one. Uh, and I love that we have a downloadable for the Daily Reflections Discipline, which is a key tool for dealing with the issue and not just believing your own bullshit. Yeah, that's one of our most popular free downloadables. So definitely go grab that if you haven't already. Okay, so those are the three episodes that were voted most popular based on the survey that we ran. And I actually cross-checked those with our statistics and all three of those were in the top 10 most listened. Now we get into the tricky stuff. Marty and I each had to pick one episode each that we felt was the episode to listen to out of the 199 that we've made so far. This took me hours because I didn't just want to choose an episode that was super popular. I think some of our best episodes are actually skimmed over because, I don't know, maybe we haven't done a great job with the episode title or they seem like softer or more obvious episodes. And this one, uh, I think it's one that sounds obvious, but it has so much strength behind it. The episode that I think every leader needs to listen to, even if it's the only one they ever listen to, is episode 172, Stop Doing Your People's Work, Lead Them to Do It. As I said, sounds obvious, right? Yeah, well, it does, but it's not. And um, you might remember I had um, this article published in Harvard Business Review that was on this very, very topic, and it went totally viral. So, uh, you know, it is something that people don't think about all the time. And when they see it, it's like a pie in the face for them. They can't unsee it anymore. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, you wouldn't believe how many leaders we hear from every week who ask about how to combat overwhelm and get more time back in their week. And this is, I guess it's what this concept is all about, consciously spending more time on leading rather than just doing. So I'll take a step back on this one. As I've spoken about many times, module four work at level is my favorite module of our Leadership Beyond the Theory program. Because when you were originally scripting it up and I was editing, all I could think of was, oh my God, this is why I've had so much trouble with past bosses. They haven't moved to their correct level. They're still wanting to be down in the detail of my stuff at my level. And that's where the friction is. Now, of course, they didn't mean to be dipping down into my stuff, but they just didn't know how to get the best out of me and my peers. No one had told them about this critical transition. So it was really light bulb after light bulb for me as I went deeper into this concept. And it just makes so much sense. Many leaders just don't understand that to truly get results from the people they lead, they can't be rolling their sleeves up and doing the work themselves. They need to be putting the time, energy and effort into building capability below them. I guess that ultimately means letting go of the technical stuff in their comfort zone and leading people to achieve the desired results. 
we're actually working on a new webinar, which we'll release in a couple of months time um, about how to effectively delegate and only do the work that you're meant to be doing because it winds into this pain point so seamlessly. But this episode is an absolute must listen. It covers why making that transition from individual contributor to leader or from leader of others to leader of leaders or whatever the case may be, why those transitions are so incredibly important. It talks to the mindset of why leaders tend to overfunction for their people and why it's so dangerous. My favorite part, though, is the three disciplines of leadership work at the end that you talk through. And I think these three mantras should be repeated by every leader every day (laughs) as a reminder about how to actually stay out of your people's work when the temptation arises. And even when you're fully across this concept, the temptation will arise from time to time. Believe me. Totally. There's also an awesome free PDF downloadable that we created to accompany this episode, The Three Fail-Safe Ways to Stay Out of Your People's Work, which I highly recommend you download at yourceomentor.com forward slash episode 172. Okay, Marty, you could only choose one episode. What's it going to be? Well, Em, I was waiting for a drum roll there. Maybe you can put one (laughs) in when you edit. But um, episode 182, What is Strong Leadership? taking people where they ought to be. So obviously that comes from the quote from Rosalind Carter who said, uh, a leader takes people where they want to go. A great leader takes people not where they want to go, but where they ought to be. And that's a completely different concept. So this is a more recent episode. It's only a few months old, but I think it really articulates clearly and crisply what it means to be a strong leader. Working out how to tread that fine line between being a strong leader and being a tyrant can be quite subtle though, believe it or Mm. not. So I use some great examples of tyrants who've managed to perform, but the results they achieve came at a significant cost to the people around them. And business results aren't necessarily an output of leadership excellence. There are lots of clever executives who are disastrous as leaders. (laughs) So I outline the eight defining characteristics that in my view are the hallmarks of a strong leader. And one or two of these might be a little surprising. For example, strong leaders have boundless empathy. Uh, I also tell a personal story that I don't tell anywhere else and probably won't tell again. It just occurred to me at the time that it fit well. So I think this episode is the blueprint for how to think about the ideal posture to have as a leader, regardless of your personality, your leadership style, or your experience. So you can get that one, of course, at yourceomentor.com forward slash episode 182. That for me is the listen. I couldn't agree more, Marty. What a great pick. All right, so those are the five. Let me just run through them again very quickly. So we had episode 131, The Emotional Toll of Leadership, Successful Self-Management. Episode 148, Stretching Your People Without Breaking Them. We had episode one, Respect Before Popularity. Episode 172 was my pick, Stop Doing Your People's Work, Lead Them to Do It. And episode 182 was your pick, What is Strong Leadership? Taking People Where They Ought to Be. I didn't even realize before we recorded this, we did episode 172 and 182 were our picks. So there you go. We did, yeah, totally. Look, to access these episodes, head to your favorite podcast player and scroll through so you can find them or just head to yourceomentor.com forward slash episode 200 where we've got easy access links to all five episodes. I want to remind you to download the graphic that we've put together via the show notes or on the episode page. It has these five episodes on it so that you can remember which ones we've spoken about. 
Share it far and wide with your leadership community so that even if these are the only episodes that they ever listen to, uh, they're getting you know what we believe to be the cream of the crop. Marty, I have loved going through these episodes. There is so much gold there. Happy 200 episodes. Congratulations. You've done an absolutely incredible job. Well done. Uh, Thank you, Emin. Without your push to start the business and uh, kick it off with the podcast, we wouldn't have any of this content out there. So uh, we're so fortunate to be able to service our community the way we do and to still be putting content out that people love. So that's awesome. It's just so humbling. Very well said. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Uh, That brings us to the end of episode 200. Thank you so much for joining us. And remember, at Your CEO Mentor, our purpose is to improve the quality of leaders globally. I'm glad we came up with that in because it just really defines who we are. I look forward to next week's episode, which may be destined to make our next top five episodes of all time list. Finding your purpose. How important is it? Until then, I know you'll take every opportunity you can to be a no bullshit leader. <laughs>